Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of The Strategist. I'm Fallon Fulce. And for those of you who are new, I help business professionals create success-focused workspaces so that they can achieve their goals. And this podcast is one of my favorite things to do in my business. And it is a place for business professionals to come and explore how they can do things differently in their world so that they can truly make a difference in where they work. So this week I wanted to start out with a story and it goes back to whenever I was first starting to actually do feng shui and explore different ways of actually doing things because the way that I had been doing them was not sustainable. It did not work for me. I was following very traditional methods of trying to succeed in my career where it was literally me pushing my way through things and really being in a very toxic work environment and not And it wasn't that the people were toxic in the culture and, you know, there were aspects of that. But, you know, what I came to understand on the other side of after I started implementing all these alternative strategies was that it really wasn't the people around me. It was me. I was the one creating that reality. So... Whenever I first started to really lean into doing all of these alternative methods, that was not the norm. People around me were not doing those things. And it took me a long time to be open with other people about what I was doing because it's really hard when no one else around you is doing the things you're doing to be open about that because it just doesn't feel right to be the odd man out. It feels really uncomfortable. And so I had to work through a lot of that. I had to really come to an understanding that it was okay for me to be different because by me being different, I was allowing myself to actually thrive. Because like I was saying before, everything that I was doing was very traditional like everybody else was doing and it took a toll on me I had so many health issues I wasn't present with my kids I was showing up to work every day wishing I was somewhere else and I just wasn't enjoying life and it's because of that experience that I was okay with doing things differently because there is no way I could have continued to do what I was doing the way I was doing it. And it just got to the point where I had to do it. And that's when I started to explore feng shui, yoga, meditation, all of these different alternative ways of dealing with my stress, my anxiety, depression, all of these things even the toxic workplace environment, all of that, I had to do it different. And so 
you know, I would start to make these changes in my office, hoping that people wouldn't comment on it or like I wouldn't know what to say when all of a sudden a bouquet of flowers showed up and put in a vase on my desk or I would put a crystal somewhere and people would ask me what that was. You know, I had such a big fear about it. I would hide the crystal away where people wouldn't know that that was even there. And I still do that to some degree just because not everything has to be visible for it to be working. But, you know, I would people, you know, one of the biggest things is in feng shui, there's a concept called being in command. And what that is, is it's like you have to be able to see the door when you're sitting at your desk or standing at your desk. And, you know, there's other things that I could go into on that. But the moral of the whole thing is that a lot of times when I would move offices in my career, I would end up having to completely reorganize and put the desk in a different place and a bookshelf in a different place because from an energetic standpoint and the way that it made me feel and just from even a scientific standpoint of me sitting at a desk where I couldn't see the door, putting myself even more in fight or flight type of mentality, I had to move it because my job was stressful enough already. I didn't need to add anything else to it. And so I had to rearrange my office multiple times throughout my career to make it work and to lower my stress levels, lower my baseline. And it never failed. Every time I would do that, people would walk in my office and say, oh, you rearranged your furniture again. Or, oh, you moved around some stuff, you know, and so I got very good at, and I was not good at it at first. At first, I would just kind of like brush it off and, oh, yeah, I did, <laughs> you know, <laughs> make some kind of like weird comment or just not even address it at all and change the subject and get really uncomfortable. But over the years, I have learned to just stand in my power whenever people ask me those kinds of questions. I'm like, yeah, I've, you know, and I explain why I do it and I'm like, oh, yeah, I like to be able to see the door, you know. And what's interesting is that whenever the human brain wants to know why, like whenever um, you are given an explanation, your immediate reaction is, oh, okay, that's fine. You know, and you don't really think a whole lot more into it. So whenever you give someone an explanation, it doesn't have to be this elaborate, drawn out, you know, three page essay type of explanation. It can be as literally easy and simple as, yeah, I changed it so I could feel better about it. Or yeah, I just really like the way it feels this way. Or, um, you know, it could be anything, literally could be anything. And it could be just that, yeah, like, yeah, I rearranged it. Do you like it? You know, it can be very, very simple because once we give the human brain a explanation, most times that's all that satisfies that need. And it doesn't take anything from you. You don't have to even tell them what you're doing. You don't have to say, well, you know, I heard on this podcast that if you move your desk to where you can see the door, 
you get out of fight or flight and you know all of these things you don't have to get into that you know we want to share all the things that we're going through a lot of times and we feel like we have to share that with some people but you really don't they don't really want to know why you moved your desk they're just asking because they're curious and that's what we do so when you are in those situations it doesn't matter what you say it can be just as simple as yeah i liked my desk better here how's the weather today and change the subject who cares they'll be satisfied you don't have to reveal anything that you're doing and there it is so that was you know this fear of judgment that i had to work through in the beginning of all of this and that even my clients a lot of times there's a lot of resistance to moving something in their office or bringing something in that i recommend for them to do based on their needs um, some of that resistance is at a deeper level that you know you have to address as to why you don't want to do this because there could be like for example if I told you to increase your prosperity and your abundance and your money and all of those kind of things in your career bring in a money tree or green something and put it in a certain part of your office well you know, maybe you've got a lot of stuff going on around the fear around money or money issues and um, trauma around money or, you know, whatever it is that you have to work through in order to feel good enough and okay enough with bringing in this new item into your office. Because again, it goes back to it's all about the intention. And so if our intention, we can't meet that intention of you know, there's some kind of energetic, emotional, mental block around whatever it is that our intention is. Like, for example, in that example, it was money. You know, if there is a, a reason why we're resisting it, we need to look at that. But the reason for resistance doesn't have to be that people will judge me. In fact, there have been so many times where... People have come in my office, commented about my furniture moving or this new plant that I brought in or whatever it is, and immediately forget that they even asked me that question. And five minutes later in the conversation, be like, you know, it feels so good in your office, you know, or make some kind of comment like that. And I'm just thinking in the back of my mind, yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> and so... It, it's those things where it's like they're not even present to what they're even asking you most of the time. So why even bother giving them an explanation is kind of where I'm at at this point. But I wasn't always there. I always I when I started out, I really was in this fear of judgment. And that was something I had to work through again, it goes back to why are you resisting it? And so one of the things I, you know, really like to incorporate into an office space that helps with this fear of judgment is a lot of times I find that, you know, if you can imagine the actual physical stance that you would take if you were really like standing for up for what you believe in 
or standing in your power, however you want to phrase it, you probably would be standing very firmly, both feet on the ground, standing upright and proud, head up high and a really good posture and you feel good about it. A lot of times you will find ourselves when we don't feel confident about it of slouching and, you know, make trying to make ourselves smaller and invisible. So whenever we are trying to work through this fear of judgment or this fear and, you know, resistance to changing things in our office space, one of the exercises I enjoy doing and I think really helped me be more comfortable and confident in what I was changing in my office was to, and you can do this with me right now if you want, stand up in the middle of your room, you know, wherever you are next to your desk, if you're listening to this at work or wherever you are, obviously if you're driving, maybe come back to this. But stand up, both feet planted firmly on the ground, hands by your side, head up, feeling good about stuff, at least pretending that you are. And then take a moment to just settle into where you are right there. Get into your body, feel where you are. If you want to close your eyes, you can, you don't have to. Um, And then go ahead and take a deep breath in. And on the exhale, imagine the breath traveling down through your body, down all the way to your feet and out into the ground. And again, breathe in. And push the breath down all the way through your body, down to your feet. And one more time. Breathe in. And push the breath down all the way to your feet. So I want you to just take note. If you participated in the little breathing exercise that I just did. How do you feel now versus how you felt before? To me, when I do that, I feel way more in my body, confident in what I'm doing, and I feel so much more grounded and okay with other people judging me. Because ultimately, judgments are not about you. They are the perception of the other person, of what they are believing and the lens that they are using to look at you. It has nothing to do with you. And it took me a long time to really come to that conclusion and that belief that when people are judging me, it honestly has nothing to do with me. And I could care less. That's theirs. It's not mine. And it shouldn't be yours either. So when you are embarking on this new journey of feng shui or maybe it's not new to you but maybe it's new to you and using it in your office and in it because a lot of times it's okay for me it was easier to implement things in my house than it was in my office because in my house I can choose who comes into my space I can choose where I put things a lot 
you know, I could probably hide things a little bit more as far as for given more space and more things to do with it um, than I could in my office. And so when we start to do it in our office, it takes on a little bit of a different tone because it is a space that anybody can come through your door during the day. You never know who it's going to be. So doing that exercise really helps me to ground myself and to be okay. And the other thing that, you know, when we're doing this, there is an element of fake it till you make it. And just over time, eventually, you will get confident enough where you don't have to fake it, it just is. And so that aspect of it, along with the breathing, another thing that I like to bring into the space, because I mean, if you've been listening at all for a couple of episodes, I have been talking about how we bring in physical things into our space with the intention of whatever we're trying to set. So to give you a little, here's a physical thing that you can do, you can bring in tourmaline. And usually I use black tourmaline. That's one of my kind of awesome go-to crystals that I like to bring into the workspace. There are three reasons why I choose this particular crystal. So from a like scientific standpoint, it is known to be able to absorb electromagnetic frequencies or EMFs, which are emitted from all of our electronics um, and just different things. And so that is one of the reasons why I like to bring it in. Also, it's interacting and having this grounding effect on the human body. It's Basically, you know, the human body has its own electromagnetic field, and so does the crystal. And so when you're bringing that into your space, it's interacting with your body. So it has that calming and grounding effect, as well as from an energetic standpoint, it's known to absorb negative energy. So when you've got those really negative conversations happening in your office, like we've talked about in the past, it's a really good crystal to have in your office just all around. And so it's kind of a good go-to whenever you're trying to bring in that grounding and protective and creating your own little bubble of space in your office. So that's one physical way that you can bring it in along with the breath work that we just did. And so in general, you know, that's kind of the things that I do. That's how I got from being in this space of fear of judgment, fear of what were people going to say about, you know, what I'm doing with my space. And none of that is is yours at all. Let it go. Who cares what they say? Who cares if you feel good, and you are succeeding in your career, and you are rocking it? Who cares? In fact, people are probably going to come to you and say, what are you doing? You're all of a sudden you are a freaking rock star. What's happening? You know, you'll start to get those kinds of comments and you can either tell them or you don't. 
I don't know. It just started happening, you know? <laughs> it's Again, give them a little bit of an explanation. Doesn't have to be anything complicated. And they'll accept it and move on. But it's through those kinds of things that I've come to be in the space that I am now where I don't fear judgment of others. I don't worry about what other people are going to think. Now, there are things that still challenge that. I'm not immune to it. But for the most part in general, I am who I am and it is what it is. And this works for me. And doing it the way that everyone else was doing it didn't work for me. And so, you know, that I think in general that is just what works. <laughs> it works so much better than pushing through things and being miserable and... You know, because what's the point of achieving our goals and getting that dream career we've always, you know, wanted? If we're exhausted and stressed and just completely have lost our minds by the time we actually achieve what we set out to do, what's the point? So with that, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and feel free to share it with your friends. Uh, in fact, if you feel inclined to, please leave a review wherever you are listening to this. It really helps to spread the word about the podcast. And if you want, you can also connect with me on social. I am on LinkedIn and Facebook at Fallon Fulse. And on Instagram, I am at pfstrategies.co. So until next week, I hope you guys have a great week. Talk to you then. Mm-hmm.